Well, welcome back to Talk to Stupid Boys and Girls, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between. Here we are, coming at you live with another little bit of a hodgepodge, but with a post-Super Bowl sadness, as we now stare down 203 days until the NFL season kicks off. That's for sure. Yeah, but you know, it's not sad and depressing or anything like that. Um, no. we'll, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, obviously, go over the talking points of what happened last night, talk a little NBA, um, give some little clarifications on what's been going around, talk about some stuff that we talked about, fun stuff going on. Not going to be our longest episode, just down to the two of us. Probably should have forgot to do that. This is no neck neck. Do you still hear those tools? Is that, a, is that a thing that everybody can hear? I can't anymore. You can't it's hear like it. I really like it's once cool. in a long, once in a moon. Um, no, so how do you feel about good old Stafford boy? I know we've already talked about this, but do you have any thoughts for our listeners? What I'm does Stafford very... feel in the bottom of his heart about <laughs> Frat Stafford? Pat Stafford. Um, I feel I get a certain level of I don't know if vindication is a proper terminology. No, it is vindication for just you know our team is trash, not Stafford. Um, yeah, about this I've been right for a long time. It just feels very good to finally get the gratification of everyone yep. else knowing I was right. Because I've, as you, as well, we've been, uh, always have been on, it's not Stafford's fault, it's the organization's fault. We have always been Stafford supporters. You won't catch me in a fucking Detroit Ram shirt, but you won't catch me in a Stafford Lions jersey either. Um, but I am very supportive of him. Very happy he went out and did his thing. Um, yeah, basically, it's just super cool to see, like, the huge show, be, you know, have to put their foot in their mouth, and a bunch of these fucking analysts and experts and all these people that cover Detroit sports. James Edward III, fuck you. Um, well, he was talking shit about Stafford? All the way up until about a month ago. That's a bold take. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He's, he doesn't give a shit about Detroit sports. He just exactly. literally works for the Athletic, which happens to be stationed in Detroit for his team. Okay. So, no. Yeah. No. He can anyway. fuck off with the football takes. Yeah. And he, actually, most basketball takes, to be honest, because all I want from him is the scoop. It's like asking Woj for his opinion, who's better, uh, Katie or Steph all time. Like, I don't care. What you have to say, Walsh. But will I trust him to get news? Absolutely. Exactly. Same with James Edwards the third and reporting. Couldn't care less about his basketball takes, especially football takes. Fuck off with that. I care what you say. I care what Burke says. But do I care about James Edwards the Edwards the fucking third? No, he, he likes fucking fairy football. He's the worst type, dude. Because he's the type that just tweets it out, and then when he he tweets it out because he knows he's going to get a reaction. His own yeah. fucking fan base gets the reaction, and then just defla- and then it's negative, and then he's done with the negative comments. So he just responds, "Why well, do you watch football?" Like, 
Garbage. Fuck off, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very interesting way to treat uh, people who follow you and sports fans of the team that you are trying to get to pay a bullshit subscription to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Just a well, weird statement. With hard takes. Just tweet out hot takes and then I can't deal with the negative haters. It's just fucking tune everybody out. Just call everybody to disagree the hater. Yeah, like, oh, fuck, actually, I don't really care about this part. We should start doing that with the NHL. We should just start saying yeah. crazy shit about the NHL. Yeah. And they'd be like, ah, fuck it. I'm like a Wings fan. It's because they're in Detroit, but like, I couldn't tell you the rules of hockey. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. I mean, I can. I know the rules of hockey, but we could go complete ignorant assholes if we'd like to. I would be fine with them. No. But no. back on track. Matthew Fratford. Um... And you know, just great Matthew Stafford fashion. Would there be would it be any better way for Matthew Stafford to win his first Super Bowl than for it to be with no run offense, without his second and third receiver, uh, yeah. second and third receiving options, and having to do like you know, and a fourth quarter, quarter comeback, and overcoming a coach that's stubborn and an idiot, idiotic. And it continues to do the same thing all over and over. It's like he's still fucking in Detroit. Because they got Von Miller and Aaron Donald on the other side. Man, I don't understand what McVeigh was fucking doing, bro. I don't understand what both coaches had a very questionable game. Zach Taylor more so. Um, put it, You could go for offense and for defense. Like putting Eli Apple on Cooper Cup, probably not the best idea. Want to uh, talk? Want to talk about that right now? Okay. You want to wait? Yeah. Some, which, which side of the ball do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the Rams or the Bengals? Let's talk about or offense well, okay. defense. Let's talk about since everybody seems to be roasting Eli Apple on Twitter. Let's talk about Rams offense versus Bengals, Bengals defense. defense. Yeah. All right. So I don't know how hard of attention you were paying to the like. That kind of something. Like, like I don't know how hard of attention you're paying the game, like schematic-wise, um, yeah. while it was going on. But something I noticed is they were having, um, when the Rams were having trouble getting this shit going, and they weren't, you know, being able to get it to cup at all at the beginning. A. Odell Beckham was available at that time. For, for most open. of it. They were shutting down Cooper Cup because they were bracketing him. And they just weren't like, you know, and you know what that means. You got a corner on you and then you got to just have someone shadowing on the. There's one guy outside shoulder, one guy inside shoulder staggered. So they're good either way to cover you up, basically just lock you down. It's a good job. It's like, it's very, it's what you need to do. Really, it's the smartest way to take care of someone's number one target. But for some reason, they got comfortable. Couldn't tell you why. And they're like, you know what? Eli Apple, you know what? Fuck it, dude. You got this. And then you know what? Twitter will be Twitter. Internet will be the internet. Jokes will uh, be a flying. Now, I don't... We tend to do this as people, not just saying us, you, me, or whatever, but... 
to overreact and knee-jerk reactions, like, in-the-moment things. But I genuinely don't – I'm trying to think of a time where the internet has been as unified against a single athlete with other athletes chiming in. Like, oh, not even yeah. just chiming in, but leading the pack. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. they were absolutely destroying him. Like, I saw that tweet from uh, Hardman and Hill. Because I didn't – okay, so I didn't realize how much shit Tyreek Hill was talking to uh, – or not Tyreek Hill, but Eli fucking Apple out of all the people were talking to yes. everybody. And then I went back, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's got – everybody's got receipts and receipts and receipts. Like, he was talking so copious, dubious amounts of shit. Mountain sizes of shit. Like, in Jurassic Park 2, or 1. I can't remember which one. That's a whole lot of shit. Yeah, you know the meme. He he was going off. And then everybody went off on him, but properly. Like, he was talking shit. Tyreek Hill, the Chiefs, uh, who else all of them, dude. He was talking. All the teams that cut him. Yeah, so the Saints, the Giants, um, Saints, Saints, Ravens. Uh, there's, I think there's five franchises and then just other players that are just like, fuck this guy. Like, uh, Michael Thomas just tweeted, Eli gonna Eli. <laughs> oh, he went up against him every day in practice. You know that he is. Well, actually, I hate Michael Thomas. I give very, him very little credit. Me and Chris call him Slant Thomas because all he's good because all he's good for is running slants. Three, Eighty-five. No, this is a re, this is a real life stat. Eighty-seven percent of his yards in the NFL come off of slants. Hey, if you're good at him, I mean. Yeah, and when Drew Brees can only throw the ball six yards, it's a great route. I mean, if you could do that every time, two yeah, ball winners. Uh, you just leave a linebacker back there, and it covers up your slant most of the time. Um, McCole Hardman with my favorite one that I've seen. I mean, there's a bunch of them. This is the favorite one I saved. I didn't think about saving them in the moment just because it was a fucking avalanche. Uh, he tweeted, at Eli Apple, it's cool, big bro. You might get one of these one day. But in the meantime, just go get better at your craft. And it's a picture of him with a Super Bowl ring. Absolutely brutal. Uh, let's see. I think we might have a few more. Yeah, I'm trying to find. Dude, this shit is fucking hilarious, dude. Like, they were getting after him. Like, they were all saying, like, apple pack in the air. Yeah, uh, Humphrey said apple pack in the air, and then fucking Lamar Jackson quote tweeted it with the, picture, the Photoshop picture of him smoking a cigarette on the sideline. I didn't, like, I didn't even know, like, the, I, I get, like, the, like, other receivers hating him. But Lamar but, hating him? I was like, whoa. I you don't think Lamar should talk anybody, too. Off yeah. the field, you don't. On the field, yeah. he used to be his little savage back at Louisville. Oh, I remember. But, no, he don't see him tweeting at anybody. Yeah, that was that was awesome, man. Every single person going crazy at him. He deserved every fucking second of it. I'm just a little disappointed, Ryan. We're honestly, we're probably just gonna relive this on Friday, just so Bird can get his his shots off. Wait, Pistons game is that Friday or Saturday? What? Pistons game? Oh, I know, that's next Saturday. The Pistons game next Saturday? 
Tune in next day. Oh, that I put it in my phone. Maybe I thought it was. Oh, look at face ID go, baby. Look at oh face. my God. Oh yeah. So for those of you at home, Nicholas just joined us in the twenty twenty two in the twenty twenties. Uh, Nick has been on an iPhone seven for the last four years, I believe, maybe five. Before uh, that, he was on the iPhone like four S. I was the iPhone C. The SE. It was a weird version of the iPhone four. Yeah, you had that for the longest time. So Nick got the upgrade today. He went from seven to thirteen. Yep. Quick maths, almost double. I mean, that is Face ID is now new technology. To you. Oh my God, Nick, you're gonna be able to use fucking uh, wireless chargers now. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so get a load of this. I was at the uh, the Apple, not the Apple store, the uh, AT&T store. And I'm oh, like, oh, just one last question. So. How do I set up Touch ID on here? She's like, Touch ID. I'm like, yeah, you know, for my phone. She's like, there's no home button, you dumbass. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Thanks. You have a good day. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Yeah, I guess we do have a game. Not this weekend, but the following. Well, now all my apps are like updated. They all updated. But oh, shit. I- yeah, you can use them. You- it's wild. My all my apps work now. They're not like glitchy and fucking frozen. So yeah, I'm just I'm living life right now. I truly am. I'm exploring all these. Well, then my somehow or another, my dad was getting my text. So he was responding to Emily texting me. He's like, "Who is this?" <laughs> so then I can go through my chat right now, and it's just like because she's like, "I just got my test done." Oh, I just got done with my test, and then I'm like, and then he just goes question mark, and then, who is this? And then she just texts, oh shit, and then he goes, I hope your test went well. Like, thanks, yeah. Oh so, boy. Yeah, he was, he was filling in. Um, but like, I was, not, I was not kind of force, like I was not, I was not using my phone, so. Um, no, the whole, I am glad to be back in the 21st century, 2020s. But either way, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about how the fucking – I don't know what the Rams were doing, but I – Is this Rams offense? Rams offense. So they need to – they're not the only team that needs to upgrade their O-line and free agency because we all talk about how the Bengals have a shitty O-line and there was the Sewell versus Chase, which I think it was a win-win personally. They got Chase, which – you can't find those guys in free agency, so props to them. But you know, we got a left tackle, Finally right drafted. tackle. Yeah, we got a two tackles that are going to last for a while. So I'm pretty stoked about it. Either way, I'm they're stoked about getting chased. But the Rams could not fucking push the ball. Sorry, love my Allen brother from Michigan State, but he was not. He was not what they call it. The Bengals D line is not known for their excellence. Stopping the run, and they absolutely dick them down. Like they, they needed upgrade basically on the whole right side. Right back to the Eli Apple. This was all over Twitter. Blind corner. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, he he was brutal. Where is the? Oh, but I took for what we're talking about. I had a fucking photo for it. Where the fuck did it go? 
that was an absolute Eli Apple masterclass. I saw his last, the last Rams last drive that he was when he was covering Cooper Cup. He allowed two touchdowns and he had a holding or was a pass interference. And then I can't remember the other one, but his, like the last four plays of that drive, his it was a bad four plays for Eli Apple. Oh, here it is. I didn't save it. So, this is the last play of the game, yeah? Wait, hold up. This will be a lot easier. Oh, yeah, Jalen Ramsey fell down again. Sorry, I know we, we flipped the offense and the defense around, right? So, that's yeah. Jalen. So that's Jamar Chase being circled, right? Mm-hmm. If you see this little blob right here, that's Joe Burrow getting tackled. That's the yeah. ball, right? So here's a picture that came – here's a meme that came out on draft day. It came to fruition. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, it is Aaron Donald, but, you know, Sewell did hold his own against him. You know, we yeah, played the Rams. Yeah. I'm stoked for the Lions. I'm smashing whenever the over is. As long as it is, it's under five and a half. Five and a half or under. I'm saying we're good for six wins next year. Depending on our, it's. I'll put the bet in after the draft. What the fuck are you? Are you in like London now? You're in Europe. Harry Potter. Oh, oh. But yeah, now those. Excuse me. I don't know what was up with fucking Ramsey because I still think he's the best corner in the league. But he was. Ah, yeah. I'm, I'm putting that out there. But he's. Uh, he was slipping. Yesterday, and I will say one of them wasn't his fault when he got the face mask. Yeah, you know, did the full on neck snap. That play wasn't his fault. Not necessarily, no. Well, I don't understand what his deal was with his. He was slipping everywhere. Like, was that turf? Like, is he not used to playing at, in LA? So here's my play? thing. I saw this yesterday. Apparently, NFL players hate turf. Yeah. I just saw it, too. Apparently, it's super slippery. Oh, tell I didn't realize. I guess... Am I super blurry, bro? Yeah, I don't know what happened. But, yeah, Odell, he, he knows what's like, up. Like, back in high school, I don't remember um, having much of an issue with this kind of stuff, you know? Like, back when we played... Obviously, we're not playing professional by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. No, it's the kind of turf that I saw people were having fits about. Because apparently there's two kinds of turfs. And the sure. one that the, the Rams have at SoFi apparently is garbage. Apparently, it's got like the most amount of torn ACL, like torn ACLs on that turf as well this year out of like, like, compared to any other, like, stadium, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, man. Odell getting hurt fucking sucked for our parlay. It sucked just for Stafford getting his fucking... Honestly, 
he probably would have ended up being fucking the dude at also. God, that's worse. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But no, he, the fucking receiving yards really killed me. I need 63, and he had all 52 in, what, the first quarter? And two receptions, yeah. Yeah. So probably one more or two more catches, he gets that. Pulls at that rate, the- yeah. I mean, that just fucked us. So fucked, fucked us. Oh, yeah, it was the last leg for two of my parlays. And the, the Jamar Chase not scoring. Actually, I had Mixon to score a touchdown. He yeah. fell down on the goal line. Yeah, Mixon threw a touchdown. Right. I did not need that. I needed running, running the ball in. That, was, that did not help. But offensively, um, the Rams receiving core tried to lose that game for him. It was the Rand Jefferson is like I see why he was behind Cooper Cup and Robert Wood and Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, that I do. Yeah, maybe his brain was with his wife that was giving birth to baby. Maybe no excuse. Super Bowl. That's fair. Eric Weddle blew his peck out. Yeah, came out of retirement to fucking play in the Super Bowl. He's definitely done. Um, what's going on with the Aaron Donald shit and him retiring? Because he's got $27 million coming next year. I, I just want to put that to bed right now. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I'm not sure where the fuck that's all coming from. I, they started talking about that after the fucking Super Bowl, and I was like, what are, what are we doing? Why, why is this what we're doing? Why? He's 30 years old. Yeah, he's halfway through, we? like, one of the most dominant careers we've ever seen. Like, let's, how about now? Fuck, he's damn near already there. Yeah. The only thing he's missing is playing for another probably like four years. And then I think it's if he continues on this pace, it's pretty much. I yeah. mean, dude's a fucking beast, bro. Uh, me and Chris were kind of talking about this, though. And Luke, uh, so if he does retire, what if he's just like, fuck it, UFC time, baby. And he just goes over and takes over the UFC. See, I don't know. UFC, I think, that takes a lot of training. He trains with knives. I think if anyone would be able to do it, I think Aaron Donald would have an opportunity. A, B, he already has a domestic, or not domestic, but he already has an assault charge on his record back in Pittsburgh. Knocked someone out of the bar in one punch. And we saw the video from this summer. Yeah, you remember that video from the summer where he beat the fuck out of, like, five guys that tried to jump him for whatever reason? He kicked their ass. That was impressive. Beat the fuck out of them. But it's a lot different being, like, four random drunk dudes versus UFC guys. They like they, I would take UFC. Like, I'm surprised that Brock Lesnar did so well going to the UFC because he, he had no training. He actually won fights, which is... He was a high school state champ all-American wrestler. Yeah. But, yeah, it is crazy how he had no actual MMA fighting, didn't know how to grapple or anything, and just like, you know what? Donkey punch. 
and he actually he had probably a really good UFC career for being a WWE fighter because it's not. He had a great UFC career, period. Yes. Like, so, let alone that this all started from fucking the WWE. Right. So, fucking traps on traps. He's built like a, like, when he flexes, he's trapped. He looks like a fucking cobra. But that's just him walking around. He's a scary person. Dude, so he was, on the, he was on the Pat McAfee show today. For whatever reason, he was like in off, like in their studio. I think SmackDowns in Indianapolis or something, yeah. or Monday Night Raw. I guess to make more sense. Dude has a fifty. He says his suit size. Guess what his chest is size? Couldn't tell you. Fifty six. That's not fair. Uh, yeah, I do for you all of you at home that are a little slow on the math, that's almost five feet around. Yeah. His chest. Dude, and he's got the fucking mohawk. Yeah, he's scary. Ponytail. And he he farms 5,000 acres in Saskatchewan. I'm not surprised. Just farms grains and has cattle and all sorts of livestock, and he's... At his own butcher shop, too. He just came out with his own, like, barbecue seasoning. Dude's wild. Yeah. But he just, like, he flexed. And his bite, like, we make say this a lot, but his bicep, bigger than my thigh. I mean, I'm not a skinny dude walking around. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. And, you know, he's keto. He said he's been on keto for, like, eight years. And he doesn't lift weight, like... He doesn't do um, free weights. He doesn't do squats. He doesn't touch barbells. He That's does some nice. like pneumatic type shit. Yeah, bro. And he he said he hasn't he hasn't touched a free weight in six years. He hasn't squatted or benched in four. He just ha- he's on this some sort of like resistance training type thing, bro. Whatever the fuck that is. It's steroids, goddammit. Only thing I can think of. Oh, Jackson, your mic. Uh-oh. I don't know what happened. I can hear you now. All right, we just went to secondary. Can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? Yeah? Huh? Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah, my know. camera just decided, my camera mic just, the one that went blurry. Now, is this, this is a little clearer, it looks like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just stopped working, I guess. It just started flashing red. Hmm. Yeah, so no. Me. Rock, I don't know if Aaron, Aaron died only two years of training before he goes into the early. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying he's going to retire from the NFL and then three months later, go win the fucking UFC title against Nganu. I'm not saying that at all. But I do think, yeah, you give him two years, let Chuck Liddell train him, he'll be good. He'll be good. And, like, you know, like, you could get, I think it'd be, like, I don't know. And even if he didn't have the UFC isn't his calling, 
I don't know why more like retired football players that like those don't go fucking go to the WWE, bro, and go make some fucking bank. I know. Uh, who who's starting to do that shit? Grok. Grok. Grok had a. He's so smart. Because it's the same mm-hmm. audience. Same audience. Grok is a genius. You know, he still hasn't touched any money since his uh, rookie check. Oh, I don't doubt it. Like, oh, he doesn't touch any. He hasn't touched any of his football money. The only money he spends is advertisements. Props to him. And sponsorships. Act. Hey, act broke. Well, it's not act broke, stay rich, but is act dumb, be smart. Um, that, he's got a lot of smart people in his corner. I'll go probably the latter, or maybe it's just a character he plays and he's really good at it. And then if that's the case, the WWE thing. I'm definitely going with it's a character he plays. Cause... I think it to an extent. I think he is that kind of goofy type of dude anyway. Right, but he knows how to... Where do you uh, go? Did they go to school? Arizona? It wasn't Florida. I'm thinking of his other friend. Aaron Hernandez. No longer with us. Uh, all right. You're the greatest tight end of all time. Top three. Rob Gronkowski. He was in Arizona. Nice call. Which is crazy. It wasn't Arizona State. Um, oh, apparently the reason that he went was because of their pool parties. I'm not surprised. Guess how old he is. Guess right now. Uh, how old is Gronk? What's he probably like 34? 32. 32. Damn, he's only 32? I know. When was his rookie year? 10 years ago? 2013? Damn. Twenty ten. Can you hear that? Yeah. Twenty ten. Holy shit. Well, I guess he did put something out about year twelve question mark after this year because the whole Tom Brady's teasing coming back. Or year thirteen, I guess. Um Damn, that's crazy. So I guess we haven't talked much outside of uh, Ramsey being dog shit. We haven't, outside of that, we haven't really talked about Bengals offense and Rams defense. I guess we just talked about Aaron Donald. So, any final thoughts oh, outside Taylor. of they have no offensive line? Um, Mc- and then uh, he, his play calling on that last drive yeah. was not awful. Like, all right, we're going to hand it off to our second running back, not Joe Mixon. That was brutal. And then Play call on third down, also questionable, or second down. I can't remember which one was which, but either way, the last three plays, you had to get one yard. That's it. And they did not get on three plays. Can't do that in the Super Bowl. Can't be doing that in the Super Bowl. That's about it. Uh, And then also, I'm just trying to think real quick. Seven sacks. But their all line is terrible. We've said this. Rams, though, Rams are going to be fucked without Whitworth. You know damn well he's retiring. And then you have, uh, what's his, fuck, I can't think of the right guard. Either way, they just need an upgrade. The right guard's bum. Bum. He got bull rushed 
I couldn't tell you how many times he got absolutely col- like collapsed on. He was yeah. not ready for whoever the fuck it was. Yeah, and the Bengals D line is not that great. Like they were just getting dicked down by an average D line. And the Rams had no they just kept on trying to run it over and over again. Then finally that, that They like one left guard. What? Yeah, they're not looking too good because they only have one left guard and their backup right guard's also their backup right tackle. Yeah, they could use some uh, investment in the offensive line. I wonder, Rams. Yeah, and then also not only their O-line, but their their secondary. Their secondary, other than Ramsey. You're going to need a new safety if you're... And you don't have a first round draft pick again. Uh, there's, I think you can find a lot of. There's a lot of all lining in this draft apparently. As I have to tackle Michael first overall, offensive tackle. Neil, really? That's that's what I've been seeing, man. I'm so glad we don't have the first pick actually, because we would fuck it up. Honestly, I what I feel like, I. Now, this might just be me being an idiot and just saying shit out of my asshole. I feel like we might potentially, like we do a little bit after every Super Bowl, I think we might see it a little bit of a shift in the NFL in the way that it's viewed. I think we're going to have two shifts. We're going to have the shift you talked about earlier about how we're going to have more of More quarterbacks, once they realize that their current situation that they're at isn't very worth a the shit, they're going to leave. I think there's going to be a lot less teams, uh, quarterbacks that are going to stick around. I think we're going to be seeing a lot less 10, 12, 14, 15, 16 year careers with the same teams. I don't know if Ben, Big Ben's record's going to get broken for a while with 18 consecutive seasons of the same team. I don't, I don't know. know that one. Somehow it's longer than the NBA. I, that, that I'm one, aware. Yeah. I get that, but you just see, like, for example, I'll, you know, we'll put a pin in this. I'll get back to this conver- this part of the conversation later when we go for our hot takes to send us off for the off season. Uh, and the second way I see it is more of a quarterback number. So right now, I feel it's like we got quarterbacks for top priority, receivers. Running backs, offensive line. I, I feel like we're going to start to see offensive line move its way up right behind quarterback, potentially even with receivers. I think we're going to start to see that, the importance of an offensive line go up. Because it you can't have a good running game with a shit O-line, and you can't have a healthy quarterback with a shitty O-line. I There's think not- O-line's already over running backs because they're no longer taking them in the first round. You're still getting no lineman in the first round. Yep. And they're no longer paying I, backs. Oh, yeah. Also, there's five different offensive line positions versus the one. Well, I guess you can count fullback if you want to count the two different running back positions. But, well, yeah. fullback drafted. Did Uzcheck, Uzcheck get drafted? I don't, I don't think and so. Like the Mr. Irrelevant pick? I don't see. I, but. I just feel like, you know, what Derrick Henry's been able to do, not necessarily this year because he got hurt, but with last year you saw to see people be like, oh, 
you need running backs. Running backs are key, which granted, you can see how important Derrick Henry was to the Titans because when without him, Jared Tannehill, or not Jared Tannehill, wow, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Ryan Tannehill went, went back to Adam Gase, his Adam Gase days without him. And then with him, he looks like he's a competent fucking quarterback, like a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. When you, you know, I don't know. Obviously, it's a knee jerk reaction. Who knows what's actually going to fucking happen? Because who knows? No, Brady's gone. Rodgers still might retire. He's not retiring. I don't, don't want to hear any of that smoke. No, I think O line's already more important than running backs. I think that happened like two or three years ago. But I definitely see it going up, like what you were saying to a receiver, because I think. Lions started that trend. Like, yep, we're gonna we're gonna take not fucking uh we're not gonna go for another we're not going for Devontae Smith. We're gonna go for Sewell. You know what, back to what you said, Nick, you're right. It did start a while ago and it started with the fucking Cowboys with when they had Zeke and everyone was excited about Zeke and Dak. And then it was like you and I were like, Well, mostly you. How many games has Dak thrown for over two hundred yards? Oh yeah, I was not on that. I will well, say so many games to do that and it was funny because you were like but if you think about it that's they're the ones that are like for this generation of football this version of football started the whole we're gonna invest in an offensive line oh they've had great old lines ever since tony Romo. granted Dak's hurt every fucking year so how are they good because we know their names because they play for the cowboys or do we know their names because they're good? That's kind of my whole thing with people that play in these big media markets. Who knows? You know? Because it's great, like we said, as great as they were, it was one year that Dak, or not Dak, that Zeke was good. Zeke's been mid-sense, and Dak's been hurt every other year. Zeke is also, benefit. he just benefits from a better O-line. That's all I got to say. Every running back's good, yeah. But, I, yeah, going back to the running back thing, you look at uh, Todd Gurley with the Rams. They did not want to pay him. They let the forefront on kind of the fuck the running backs. We'll pick up Cam Akers. And then who uh, running the running back for the Falcons who used to be there? Deontay Foreman, Freeman. Devontae Freeman? Yeah, Devontae Foreman. No, oh no, Todd Gurley was at the fucking Falcons last year. Never mind. Yeah, so that's where he went to. Yeah. Um, oh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's went from the Chargers to the Broncos. Thank you. Yes. So Gordon, also, they were like, now nah, you can go get paid somewhere else. Also, I would say that Todd Gurley was twice the running back Melvin Gordon was. That's fair. But you but see, they, same they, both, they both did not get paid. Fucking look at Le'Veon Bell, man. He did get paid, and then it kind of fucked the Jets. Well, yeah, he got paid at a different team. Yeah. So, like, this. He left his great situation. I hope these running backs at home, obviously, no running back that's going to the league is fucking watching this. But I just hope that these, they're like, hey, you know what? Maybe being the number one option isn't the most important thing. Maybe not. Maybe being paid the highest isn't the most important thing. Maybe just being on a good fucking team is important. I would want to be on a good team and be paid half as much as to be paid get like be on the Jets. Cause even our fucking team, dude. 
You fucking kidding me? Yeah, even then, like I just I'm thinking of like health wise, like if you're now with our O line since they're actually competent oh. now, then we gotcha. can't. Like if fucking what's his face could have a uh, what's the Reynolds? If Reynolds can have a hundred yard rushing game, then anybody can. I'm gonna say it's because of our O line. That's, yeah. that's fair. You know, that's I, I forgot that Reynolds, Craig Reynolds, did go out there and um, yeah, give us a hundred yard game this year, which. Well, like, it's crazy we had almost as many 100-yard rushing games this year than we did with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. 12 years. Like, our whole line's finally good now, so. Is Brad Holmes know what he's doing? Dude, I'm, I am excited to be a Lions fan. Like, if we could just, if we could, you know, tell us, don't fuck up the draft this year. Cool. Six wins, here we come. Goff is not the core. Did we get Bryce Young or uh, Stroud next year? Not Stroud. No, I'm- next year, okay. I, I yeah, I've just been yeah, fighting with yeah. people on Reddit about taking a quarterback this year. Not bringing this okay. into next year, this season. We're Goff is staying. He, we're not cutting Goff even if we got fucking Aaron Rodgers. Because or I mean, in that case, we'd probably trade him. But guess what? I was gonna say. I think we could probably. I would not be mad if we would we got Aaron Rodgers. If we're after quarterback, we we have to keep Goff because like we aren't cutting Goff. We're either trading him or we are playing him. There's no cutting because it doesn't make any sense. Yes. All right. Here's a thought question I just came up with in my brain right now. Yeah. So since now we officially have our official picks, right? So we have the second pick, the 32nd pick, and the 34th pick, right? John Mechie. That's my. That's who well, I want. Oh, sorry, and that's yeah. That's the first pick of the third round. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. I want John Mechie with that thirty-sixth pick. Sixty-six. Oh, I was gonna say yeah, sure. So with that thirty-fourth pick, let's say we can manage to get your ideal top two candidates at the board at two and thirty-two. So who, who am I getting? Like. No, whoever is Nick's number one and two people, whatever way it works out, let's just say in this hypothetical, you get your top two options right off the gate. Let's say that means that you end up figuring out a way we trade back, we get Nicobe Dean, Kyle Hamilton, and then with 32nd pick, we get either Wilson or Olave. Let's just fucking just go crazy or whatever. Or the receiver out of Alabama, Williams, that I, I like him a lot too. How mad would you be with the 34th pick? There's still, let's say there's still two, three of the three of like the worthwhile quarterbacks on the board. If Malik, oh shit, what's Malik's last name? Willis. Malik Willis is on the board. Kenny Pickett's on the board. Or Sam Howell's on the board. How mad would you be with the obviously the following? If we were to get them the 34th, but we managed to pick up Nicobe Dean, Kyle Hamilton, and then the second or third receiver on the board. We got Nicobe Dean, Kyle Hamilton. And, and then whatever your number two or three receiver would be, because thinking we'd get Wilson is probably crazy at 32, but Probably not going to get Wilson. We're not going to get Arkansas guy, and we're not going to get Olave either, probably. So that looks like the Bama guy. Not Mechie, but the other one. Williams. 
I want. I don't think he's. I think he's gonna be too high too. Like I think there's gonna be like four or five receivers drafted before we get even a chance at thirty-two. Well, okay, whatever. You're not helping with my thing though. What, but what, to have him, so we can have him for a year, so we're not like, hey, next season when we're gonna start trying and it matters, starts to matter, our record starts to matter for Dan Campbell's sake. We're not like, hey, here's a brand new offense. I don't necessarily hate the whole, hey, here's a year to kind of learn our offense. Not necessarily. Jared Goff, not the guy you want in there. So if we were to take a quarterback, I would like for us to get rid of our backup quarterbacks and bring in a competent backup quarterback that actually understands what the fuck's going on so they can actually teach him and be like, hey, see, see this is what Jared does? Don't do that. These are some good things Jared does. Here is our offense. So then we can get rid of fucking Jared Goff like this. Don't have to fucking worry about him. And then 2024, dicks out for Harambe. We're fucking playing the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. So I I personally don't like any of these quarterbacks in the draft right now more than Bryce Young. Bryce Young is the ultimate. But the problem is. Ohio State quarterback. No Sorry. No, that's Stroud. Stroud. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's, Alabama that's what I was going to say about bad. Stroud, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, Ohio State quarterback. Don't touch him. So Alabama quarterback. Do we need to start having this conversation? Uh, not yet. Give it a year. Because uh, I think two was actually pretty decent. They just kind of. What about A.J. McCarron? Okay, he's not, but still two is way better than. I'd say two uh, right I'm now. I'm thinking on the rest of them because they all suck once they get to the once they go league. Yeah, I don't know. So here's my thoughts on a quarterback. Who's the quarterback before Tua? What? Who's Bama's quarterback before Tua? Jalen Hurts. Eh, we'll see. Too. We'll see. Too early, I guess, to shit on him. Yeah. So okay. So a, I don't. I, I don't like want a quarterback either way, though. Uh, Okay, in the fair. first few rounds. Fair. I want Bailey Zapp out of Western Kentucky. Fuck yeah, Nick. I forgot his name. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What if we took him, and if he's around for the 66th pick? He's going to be around for the next pick, like the 100th pick. We're going to take him in the third or fourth round. Bro, um, if he slips to the fourth round after breaking that Joe, every record Joe Burrow set. Yeah. I want him, and then I want him to – because I know Jared Goff isn't going to play every game next season. I want to take him, and then when he shows his excellence, I want to ride with him. That's that's my ideal. Here's my ideal draft. We we have the two pick. We try that for four or ten. We get Kyle Hamilton because just from watching breakdowns on YouTube, plays in any defense, he's just the next – what's his face? Seahawks safety that I can't remember. Jamal Adams, Cam Chancellor. Which one are you thinking? Thinking Jamal Adams, um, but he can hit kind of like Cam Chancellor. Now, yeah, he's a ball hawk. He's definitely good at ball yeah. air. Ball skills good. Like Kyle Hamilton is not gonna bust. He's unbustable in my opinion. We need someone. Yeah, because he. Ooh, he Nick. I'm writing this down. Kyle Hamilton, unbustable. The only problem is he's injury prone. So, barring injuries, if he gets injured a fuck ton, 
I can see that happening. So like Hamilton bust proof my disregard injuries. Just thank you, yes, because you gotta have that caveat in there. Because you know, what if he's like a Greg Oden, you know? He's a Greg Oden then. Well, if Greg Oden had injuries coming out of college. Right. Well, so, so you kind of knew that that was a hey. He blew his knee out his senior year. Maybe we shouldn't take him number one overall. No, yeah, let's do it. All oh, three games into his yeah. fucking career, he does it again. Yeah. Kyle Hamilton also was injured twenty twenty season a lot, um, and I think this What's season too he didn't play the last three games. But I'm not concerned. So, uh, and then also, I like Dean so much. Yeah, Nicobe Dean just screams lion. So I want us to trade down from four. Maybe we give up 66. Maybe we give up something else. But I want the four and the ten so we can get Kyle Hamilton and Kobe Dean. And at 32, we get David Bell, Purdue's wide receiver. And at 30, what would that be, 34? Yeah. Then we get, you might not like this, if we can get the Washington quarterback or cornerback, McDoofy. Yeah, uh, supposed to be really good. Yeah, I haven't. I'll be honest with you. I've not been doing my due diligence with the uh, not see not watching my team play during the playoffs doesn't make me depressed because we're not there to suck. So I don't immediately go to see how to make my team better. So I honestly need to start doing some more mock drafts. Look at some of these players. Full on YouTube highlights and scouting report so yeah. and then the florida has a good cornerback he'll be in the late first round which i think we could use either way though daxton hill is also a good cornerback yeah yeah get him at corner or safety um or we could also go with penn state safety who's also really good too michigan safety is notoriously good in the nfl as safeties yes so we're going for safeties no, uh, at 34, though, that one, I'm kind of open to anything. Like, if we're not getting an edge rusher, and if we're not getting fucking Kayvon uh, Thibodeau or Hutchinson, then I'm also not opposed to Penn State's edge rusher, too, who's from, like, Africa. And as long as we don't take Purdue as an edge rusher. I don't want him. Don't want him. I don't know. All right. Um, edge, just due to the fact that he's, uh, he's kind of like the – the grittiness factor of he learns every year. He's tough as nails. He doesn't know what he's doing that much because he just started playing football in like high school. But he's just a freak of nature. So watch out. As a bouquet, I think. <laughs> We're going for more of those. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I have his name right here. Uh, bingo, bongo. Your mom's a mango. No. E B I K E T I E, E B K T, E B K T. Sure. E B K T. What number is he? What number is he? He would be the 29th pick in this draft. Oh no no no! I mean like, uh, what number is he in college? Because at that game, and so I'm trying to think if he was one of the pussies that kept faking injured every time we started to get momentum. Because if he is, no. I don't think it was that guy though. There's three of them. Tell me what is, if he is a single digit number, there's only one we got to worry about. Number nine is the biggest no. If he's number nine, I would never want you to fucking utter his name again. 17. All right, we're straight. 
We're good. Number nine, eight, and 11 were literally every time during that Michigan State-Penn State game that we got any sort of momentum, they were hurt. No, but he, this guy, he was he had 21 sacks this last season. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, he went to Albert Einstein High School. That's the only reason why I want him. Um, Got to be smart. Got to be smart. Uh, he was a Temple transfer, so he's like, wait, I'm good. So I'm um, Arnold at the BK fan. But then I also, I don't know, I could be talked off at Daxton Hill. Like I – like, also, if we don't get N'Kobe Dean because he somehow slides up past 10 with that Jets picked up, we're going to have. Uh, wouldn't mind getting Sauce Gardner. We've got to look at other linebackers in this draft. I don't want Wisconsin's linebacker that's been talked about a lot. And I don't really want Alabama. We need a fast linebacker. We need a no. We just first we need a competent linebacker that knows how to read a pass block. Because the amount of times, no, Derek Barnes. Hopefully he has a great offseason, comes back going crazy next year and whatever. But he had some troubles reading the difference between a pass set and a run set, and it fucked us. And anal only, same issue. But we got new linebacker coaches in. We got a, he added a few new tweaks to our team. Maybe they get better. First year in a new system with underneath under a new coach. Thank God Aaron Glenn's coming back one more year. Yeah. We definitely need new middle linebackers and another corner. I believe. I still have faith that Derek Barnes could be that guy for us. I think Derek Barnes could be that guy, and I think Anzalone will be a good locker room guy. I think he he'll be played. a great mentor for whatever young linebacker we bring in. I will say, the dude knows how to get to the ball. He just, yeah. he won't, will he tackle him? Find out next on Dragon Ball Z. Mm. Yeah, he would he would do that. He would literally, I, sometimes I'm like, you just wrap, just tackle, shoulder, anything, nothing. So... Yeah, I'm already looking for the draft, though. Give me Bailey Zapp in that third round, and then in the fourth round, I want Ohio State's tight end, Rucker, because he's a fucking monster. And We need a second tight end. We do. Wouldn't mind, if we, wouldn't mind if we found a guard, maybe another guard in this draft. Yes, that as well. Uh, and there's, a, there's a lot of linemen in this draft that are supposed to. There's a lot of good linemen, and then I think this is a lineman and, like, second. It's a pretty heavy defensive class, to be honest with you. I mean, there's good receivers, but I feel like that's more of a top-heavy. And I feel like we're going to have – I think every year, basically, from now on, because and the re, with these younger coaches being brought in to the NFL and all these coaches getting younger and younger, I feel like we're going to get to the – we're starting to get to the point where – we're we're basically running college schemes in the NFL. So these receivers, there's not nearly as big of a uh, learning curve for them once they get to the league. I feel like we're going to have one or two guys minimum every year, basically, from here on out that are going to be like, 
wherever they go, they're just going to be dudes just because it's the same. As like, as long as there's a quarterback that can give them the ball. I mean, fucking, it doesn't have to be a great quarterback. Look at what Justin Jefferson fucking managed to do with Kirk Cousins. Love Kirk, but like, he's not no elite fucking quarterback. He's not elite. And, he's not bad. See what fucking Jalen Waddle did this year with his whole situation down there. He's a fucking tank. Do a baby. Yeah, and then look at Brandon Ayuk or whatever. Um, he's I guess these are all sophomore receivers now, but like first two years in the league and you're having that big of a fucking impact. Like that shit's unheard of. Like that's like Kelvin Johnson once in a while, and then you get like the DK Metcalf. But like it feels like we're gonna have like some. The, the transition is getting a lot. The bridge is shortening between for these receivers, especially. Yes, and so what the NFL has been doing, it's been going. It's a reverse effect. Like in basketball, you have it trickles schemes trickle down from the NBA into college into high school. In NFL, it trickles up with high school running crazy shit, and then college pick it up, and then now it's just being picked up even quicker. Yep. So I'm with you 100. percent Like we're going to be seeing that quite a bit. And that's why I, we, I personally, I would be okay if we got two receivers in the first two rounds. Like if we somehow got. Yeah, I mean, we need receivers. Like, Monroe State Brown, sweet. Love you. You can come back. You get your rookie deal and an extension just because of what you did for us this year. That's about where the list starts and ends, though. I, um, I love that Kennedy guy. I re- I've read two articles already this year about how much our staff loves him he's gonna be a coach apparently a bunch of good things about our new oc ben johnson apparently multiple apparently like sean mcveigh has tried to hire him out of detroit multiple times but every time he's gotten a promotion so he hasn't been allowed to I read another article about that like multiple people are saying good like that they've tried to hire our new oc 35. He's 35? 35 years old. Who? Sean McVay? Yeah, youngest NFL coach to ever win a Super Bowl, and now all these assholes are saying he's thinking about retiring. No, I was talking about Ben Johnson. Oh. I think McVay is, what, 36? Yeah. Ben Johnson, great. Young guy, offense. Honestly, I'm looking for it. I am not... mm -hmm. Cautiously optimistic. That's a good word. Cautiously. Like, I'm not expecting playoffs next year. I'm expecting six wins. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm fully drinking the Kool-Aid. Beer bong in it. Love it. And I love it. I'm not going to give any, like, that much thought into this until we draft. Oh, I know. Uh, Granted, Brad Holmes doing a good job already. Detroit might Detroit as a city might have the best GMs out of any other city across all the sports. I don't know who AJ Hinch I don't get how baseball is the manager also in charge of the like drafting and stuff, no? Alright, so I don't know who our baseball guy is, but you got Iserman, you got Troy, Tori. No Troy, it is Troy. See fuck, I always get it wrong. I have dyslexia when it comes to Troy. So I don't know why it's always the wrong one. It's always Tory is what comes in my brain. I don't know why. And then we got Brad doing good. Yeah. Also, this is it's nice to see where Brad came from. Just won a fucking Super Bowl with the people he fucking drafted. Brad Holmes. 
was big on taking Aaron Donald in the first round, the three-star college prospect. Hard to beat that. It really is. Um, so for next year, looking ahead, taking the next year. What's your Super, Super Bowl picks there, bud? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, since we're at the hour point of this recording, it's probably a good time to start wrapping her up. So back to the first thing I said about the two things that are going to be switching up, I, I see. We're going to leave you guys with a hot take at home. So along the same uh, vanity of what I was just saying, we've had the, earlier, they, I'll refresh you, we've had last two quarterbacks to win the Super Bowl, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford. I know where you're going with this. I know exactly where you're fucking yep. going. Both left teams that somewhere they had been for over a decade and struggled to have, you know, weren't getting the support that they wanted and the team built around them. So, I mean, might as well keep the fucking thing Not going. Right? Not entertaining this, no. Oh, yeah, you are. You fucking better get ready, buddy, because I'm on it until it doesn't fucking happen. So, my way, way too fucking early Super Bowl. 2023 Super Bowl prediction. We're going to have the Buffalo Bills losing to the Arizona Cardinals. I hate you. Super Bowl MVP, Russell Wilson. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, we're going for the three-peat. I was going with with Rodgers. No, baby. Russ, let Russ fucking cook. Because Rodgers ain't leaving. Because I saw a fucking story about this. So apparently, they have committed, the front office, whatever the fucking names are, blanking on them. I used to know them because of how much we fucking talked about them last year. Um, yeah, nope, don't remember it. But anyway, apparently they've had confirmation. There's inside sources, someone who's in the room, whatever. Says that Aaron Rodgers got a commitment from the upper management that they are going to do whatever it takes to get him back, Devontae back, and they're going to go all in this year, like the Saints did, even though they're already $30 million over the cap, I believe, $38 million over the cap. Uh, They're apparently that's what they're going to do. They're going all in for next year. Yes. I will say you can push all that back. You can push all that back. Yeah, like that's what the Saints did. So far. Oh, no. I got Saints situation, and they're uh, $72 million over the cap, and they don't have a real quarterback on their team or a head coach. That's going to be the Packers in two or three years. Yep. And I – because that's when we're going to be going like, yay. And it's like, see you later, bitch. Wow, no, I – So, yeah. I I don't like Russell Wilson, Super Bowl MVP. I don't like those words. I don't two like time. those words, two words as a person, so I'm going to say no. That's the only reason That's why. my I, mega hot take. And also because the Super Bowl has been won by the team who plays in said stadium back-to-back years. You know where it is next year, baby? Uh, Arizona. Arizona. I, know, I, I knew where you were going with this. Yes, no, what we know. I am. I like your Bills take. Not, not doing this whole stadium thing. It's the Cardinals. If Clips... If Cliff Kingsbury is the coach there next year, I will almost bet you money on that, that the Cardinals will not be in the Super Bowl. Probably not. Probably not the Bills either. But, hey, it's what was hey, – I'm on the Bills train. I'm on your Bills train. I am – Bills are my 
I have a pick for you. I'm writing them down. What you got? I got Bills versus the Rams. Rams yeah. versus Bills. All right. Who you got winning? Who you got as your MVP? Josh Allen. I don't think the Rams are back there, but I like it. Fairy tale story. Yeah, but like we said, that they're gonna have to nail some offseason old offensive lineman hirings for that, I believe. Signings, not hirings. They will. They will. You got anything else? Are we done here? I think we're done here. We were originally going to talk about basketball, but like I also told you before when we said that there was nothing to talk about, that even if we say it's going to be 20 minutes, it's going to be 40. That was kind of a joke, and we're here at an hour and five. So I think we'll just hit you with the basketball episode uh, probably next weekend. Yeah. Uh, We can give you a quick little brief recap. Pistons uh, received Marvin Bagley in a trade. We talked about this the other day. Me and Ryan did. First game he'll be able to play, not be able to, the first game that he's playing is today. Woohoo. Um, he looks, you know, he says he's happy to be here, happy for the restart. Enjoy. He said everyone on the team, it's a young core. I don't know what games he's been watching, but he said that they always keep it competitive. And I don't know. Marvin Bagley, four points already. Oh, fuck that game already started. Four points already. Nice. Twenty boards. Thirteen points. Already, he had you over. Almost was over already. Jeez. Yeah. Sadiq, bro. All right. I'm gonna go. I got. I got just a little thing, and then I'm done. I got a pull, man. I got a pull. Bro, people were saying that Sadiq Bay. We should have traded Sadiq Bay before the fucking deadline. I was getting like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, Kate's the only one that's non-tradable on our team. I'm like. Like, yeah, but, like, unless we're getting, like, a bona fide star, like, starter, no. Because Sadiq Bey is, even though he's not doing so hot, he's, this past month and a half has gone back to form from last year, and he's scoring better. I'd he's say it almost better, yeah. He's- and he's going up. I hate this whole, let's get rid of people right when they're starting to, you guys bitch about Killian Hayes and how he sucks. But you want to get rid of the fucking best fucking player we got from that draft class. And you're like, yeah, let's fucking get rid of his ass. The guy who broke the rookie record for threes. Fuck him. And let's... he's no longer just a three and D guy. He is actually oh, scoring. He can go to the fucking hoop. Yeah. He's not afraid to get a body to absorb some contact and lay it in. He's starting to be a fucking hooper. He's going to be a good number two option. I yeah. genuinely believe this. And people are like, no, we got to get rid of him. Fucking Bro, for where do you oh. find these fucking takes on Twitter? Because this is, I, this is okay. another one. I'm getting this close to making time. a separate Twitter account just for sports. Because I'll just tweet stupid shit out. And I'll have like random people. Like someone will like it. And then it'll show up on someone random motherfuckers timeline. And they'll DM me talking like talking about it. I was talking about the, what the Pistons need to do at the fucking deadline. Or what I wanted them to do at the deadline. And I said that. I don't want us to touch Cade. I said Cade and Sadiq, untouchable without a question. Like, unless you're giving me, like, Cade's untouchable, period. And I said Sadiq, unless you're going to get, like, a Clay Thompson. Like, a, or, like, I wouldn't even take Duncan Robinson. Like, 
because he's being shot. He was getting shopped around, apparently. I'm like, no, like this. No, fuck off. This yeah, isn't the best. We have DM. new trust. The people drafting. Troy. And you had someone in your DMs about that. Oh, yeah. No, I swear to God. They told me that Cade's the only one that's tradable. Killian is easily replaceable in this in today's NBA. Easily replaceable. God, these people are. I'm almost tempted to make another one and just call people. Like, yeah, that's I'm dead ass, like, thinking about making one specifically, and I can clean my regular feed of all these sports takes so I can enjoy Twitter. I'm like, oh, it's just jokes. And then I can go to the sports hellhole that is. These are some wild takes that, like. Maybe, we, maybe the three of us just need to make a joint account where we just go and just talk shit to people. All anonymously, because it's fucking, it gets me, fu- like, actually pisses me off. Yeah, do oh, that. You missed they've my already thing won. About- if they're getting you pissed off, they've already won. You missed my thing about Nick Wright. Did you see the whole Nick Wright thing? No. Ryan and I talked about this Saturday morning. No? <sighs> All right. Nick Wright put out a tweet, because Nick Wright thinks he's a fucking genius. Nick Wright thinks he's smarter than everybody. I can hear the tension in your voice right now. I'm a LeBron. I am a pro LeBron guy. I, I'm not. I won't say I'm a stan because I can say that. Like I can. You know, I'm not afraid to say, "Oh, LeBron's playing like fucking shit." Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. He's a fucking LeBron dick eater. He's not a dick rider. He's a dick eater, dude. It's so oh. bad. He gives LeBron fans such a bad fucking name. Like it, like it, he's like he's the type of fan that makes it impossible to be like proudly on NBA any NBA forum that has NBA revolved. Be like, yeah, no, I'm a LeBron fan without absolutely getting shit on by half of the fucking forum minimum. So he put out his fucking dumbass tweet. The NBA did a multi-week celebration in anticipation of Steph breaking the all-time three-point record. LeBron is going to score more of the points in NBA history than anyone ever has later tonight, and nobody even noticed. Sad. So obviously before he fucking thing, blah, 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 blah. This is two days ago. LeBron's now the all-time leader in fucking total points, career and postseason and regular season. Woo, 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 woo. All right. So first off, my response to him was, this is why I want to make it a sports a sports account so I can have sports people follow me. So I don't just have like the idiots we went to school with that still follow me and shit, see my tweets or whatever and be like, oh, I don't understand what you're saying. So Steph, I was like, yeah. So Steph did make the most three points in NBA, you know, in the regular season on December 14th, which what you're talking about. But also a month earlier, he broke the all-time record career and postseason. But no one talked about it because guess what? We have decided as a community, it doesn't fucking matter. Thanks for paying attention to the fucking sport you get paid to cover. Like you're you're so loud, but so wrong. Like, that's, yeah, that's not. They don't care about being right or wrong. They're just there to get. Views, clicks, show, it, watch it. He doubled down on it. He's like, oh, yeah. why isn't this what we care about? It's like, because we've decided it's not what matters. Now, I, I talked about this on Saturday. I said this was a very hard thing when I was first decided I was going to actually get into the NBA more than just watching the Pistons. Mm-hmm. You had to explain to me why we, did, why, we, why we separated the two. And I was like, I don't fucking understand it. But once you explained it to me, I was like, all right, cool. That's what we're going to do. Now that LeBron's getting close, you want to fucking change it? No, dude. 
It doesn't fucking matter. Like it's what it is. It's what we've decided it is. Like yeah. this is is what it is. A. B. I'm still a firm believer, and there should be two different fucking record books in the NBA. There should record book pre three point line, record point record book post three point line. Just same thing with football. I feel like there should be a record book for 16 game seasons and a new record book starting this year for the 17 game seasons. <laughs> Every time you fucking change how many games are played outside of like the, when they change the first round format in the playoffs, like that's fine. You just added max two more games, realistically one more game. Are those best of seven now? Yeah, those are best of seven, right? I knew that. It's just like, why, why are we, why are we doing this? Why, why, why? Just let, shut the fuck up. He's gonna be there next year. Yeah. Like Ryan and I did the math. If he plays, I don't, we don't know how many games he has left this year. How many games left? But let's say, let's say he plays twenty games for us of the year, and let's say he only plays sixty games next year. Seems like a fair number, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's 80 games. If he averages 25 points a game, he'll pass Kareem by the end of next season. It's not like he wasn't going to get there. LeBron's averaging fucking 29.3 points a fucking game right now. Right. Like, if he averages 25, which he still hasn't been that low in who fucking knows how long. Yeah. It's just Nick Wright. It just pisses me off. Yeah, now he's got hair, too. And the new hair. The hair hurts. They're there. That's there for their. They are there for engagement. That is it. That is their sole purpose in life. I've been doing good at that though with the uh, Illinois fan, Illinois fans. Illinois. Yeah. I've stopped engaging. I've just started blocking. Good. That's all you need to do. Bro, they were going crazy at uh one of like the. I think it was the DK Hoops dude. Sure. You know who I'm talking. It's one of like the actual like smart dudes who actually like knows what sports are like basketball he understands like the whole recruiting aspect i'll send one he's like very he's oh, very one of the yeah, yeah. he's like he's got his own like spartan tailgate yep no yep so, they, so this is how i found it they were talking shit to him about how we're a poverty illinois fans said michigan state basketball is a poverty program yeah yeah you just can't let you can't let them that is just, they are obviously trolling. There's no other explanation. This dude is dead ass serious. He's like, he's like, well, yeah, God, why do you worry about your program losing to fucking Rutgers and Northwestern? And the dude commented, and the dude just took a screenshot of like their postseason accomplishments and then our postseason accomplishments. And he's like, I will never, this is the last time I ever interact with a fucking fan of a fan base that celebrates Elite Eight wins as their highest accomplishment. Notice how we don't even list our round of 32 games. <laughs> our Sweet 16, we have more Sweet 16s than you have made the round of 32. We got more Final Fours than you've made the fucking round of 32, bro. Oh, and once he said that, I was like, you know, that's a good point. I can't talk to, like, the only person I will talk to about this shit is Billy. And I'll only entertain it because it's Billy. Yep. No, you can't do it for anybody else. That's like, anyone who's serious about it, it's like, like, because Billy, like, when Billy starts talking too reckless, I just send him this, I just send him the fucking thing. Send him Brad Underwood's record in the Big Ten. 
Brad Underwood's record in the Big Ten against fucking Izzo, postseason record, Big Ten tournament records, and then it gets super easy and a lot of fun. I didn't realize, though, because I was wrong. I didn't know that they made it past the Sweet 16. I thought that was my fault. I thought the Sweet 16 is the furthest they made it. Apparently, they made one Elite Eight in 2010. That's my fault. That is my bad. Hand up. I was 12. I forgot. Yeah. Can't forget about that. Juice Williams or whatever. Yeah. The dude who nicknamed himself. I remember being in middle school or whatever, however old we were, elementary school, when he was playing and hearing him when they were like, yeah, he gave him that nickname in middle school. I was like, that's stupid. Who gives himself a nickname? Maybe that's I should because I don't. Growing up, we didn't really give each other nicknames. You were, unfortunately, named Juberg after our fucking sophomore year of high school or junior year. I've accepted it, yes. I got I got called fucking chocolate chip nips. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we should have come up with our own fucking <laughs> nicknames. Maybe in hindsight, it wasn't of such a bad oh, fucking idea. All right. Thanks for paying attention. Thanks for watching, guys and girls, ladies. Gentlemen, everyone in between, we appreciate you. Thank you for sticking around and, you know, sticking with us as we have been trying new platforms and new different ways. Uh, This NFL season, you know, a lot of change for us as a podcast. You know, we've moved to video podcasting now. Big changes. And, you know, you're going to see some more of the old type of now football season's over. We're going to be going back more into the segment type shit. Less of us just kind of shooting the shit, talking about the games. It's going to be you know, who you got. Might We might see a return on who you got. Maybe top five might come back. Maybe a little lock it in. Maybe a little blind comparisons here or there. Yep. But you definitely should expect um, we're going to now be going back up to our two basketball podcasts. Watch out for our betting. Uh, you know, if you like watching us bet, yes, we got we're basketball parlays for you. Yes, we're we're gonna be uh, contemplating. We're gonna figure out. We're gonna be messing around with finding ways to get you guys bets for those who care about the bets. So it's not as big of the program for those who don't care about it. Maybe put out just like a, you know, we might we're like looking and putting out little twenty minute potentially 15, 20 minutes, just little snippets about our bets for the week, stuff that we love. But yeah, some more changes are going to come, but we're going to be getting back to the two basketball weeks. And as we have been requested, actually, by two of our listeners, we will, there will be the return of everyone's favorite podcast. It's Nick, the Flatbed Podcast. You guys at home are in for one. The Flatbed Podcast is coming back better than ever. And I genuinely mean that because we're going to be able to share our screens and share information. So you're not just listening. Hopefully you'll be able to go home. Those at home will be able to watch. Uh, watch on spot. Watch. Be able to watch the videos through Spotify. Uh, hopefully we will nail down the ability to share our screen so we can get into the real nitty gritty so we don't have to just read off long extensive articles and bore you to death, let you guys do some own, your own reading and just get to the keynotes. But uh, until our next one, uh, you know, stay safe, no metal in the microwave and Nick, what you got for him? Uh, 
uh, stay frosty. Make sure that you buy Michigan State this week. You know, if you're feeling funky, we're playing Penn State. Easy. Hit us to cover the spread. Well, wait. Just kidding. We're at Penn State. So, hit Penn State to cover if it is 10 or more. That's all I got to say. Uh, also, uh, if you are into the betting and you have a sports team you enjoy, live betting second half spreads in college basketball. Fun, fun. But yeah, until we see you guys again, thanks for paying attention. Thanks for uh, watching. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Share us around. Like us if you see us on Twitter. Still waiting for the first person to DM us on Twitter, though. If you're out there, we appreciate we'll get you. One. We'll get one one day. And I guess I, we should probably, we're also getting close to having our first uh, ever guest joining us. So that'll be something for you guys at home to uh, keep on the lookout for. Are we going to keep it a mystery for the people? Oh, yeah. We're just going to keep it a mystery. We'll keep it a mystery because mostly they're not, I don't know if anyone's actually like, how many people know who he is? So, and I still need to confirm that when we're going to do that with him. There's your hint. It's a guy. I know. Surprising. We're going to bring a guy on to talk. NFL mock drafts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try. Uh, we're also going to try potentially to maybe get some more of our friends of teams that, for Big Ten basketball example, try to get some other friends of some other teams to come on for a little snippets to talk about their teams potentially. Maybe get Bill. I would like to see Billy and Ryan hash out who was the real Big Ten champion of last year. That'd be fun to watch. You know, we'll figure some stuff out. But until then, thank you guys for the support, and we'll see you soon.